0: Welcome to the Betterism Podcast, a learning community seeking out life's unusual lessons from its unlikely places. I'm your host, Glenn Binger, author, teacher, and coach, and I'm here to help spark some collective growth. I hope you'll stick around and teach us a thing or two, but first, a few words from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Chalk Vitality Products. That's C-H-O-Q. Chalk is a supplement company uh, that has full disclosure ingredients. They disclose the exact amount of every single ingredient on every bottle. They don't hide behind any proprietary blends or any of that nonsense. Um, they only use the best ingredients sourced from around the globe, um, but they are also made, manufactured, and shipped from within the United States of America. Um, personally, I'm a big fan of the Shilajit supplement Uh, I also use the daily men's blend, but uh, they have everything. I mean, from cacao to Irish moss, um, ashwanda, there are a few solid products on their line. Um, You can check them out at their website at chalk.com, that's C-H-O-Q.com. And if you use the promo code BETTERISM, you can save 35% site-wide. Um, I also recommend checking out Dr. Matthew Dorsey's uh, YouTube channel. He has a lot of educational content that he puts out almost weekly. I do recommend checking them out. Again, uh, that's chalk.com, C-H-O-Q.com, and use the promo code BETTERISM for 35% off site-wide. All right, hi, friends. Welcome to the BETTERISM podcast. I'm your host, Glenn. You know me. Uh, Today we got three special guests. It's first time I've ever had a full musical group on the show, uh, so welcome, guys. Uh, we have Painted Young, what's up, what's up? local Hi. Jersey rock band. How you guys doing? doing? Pretty good. I was thinking uh, because there's three of you guys and the listeners, I feel like are gonna know you. you guys want to like introduce yourselves like via voice so they kind of like match up who's speaking whenever who's chiming in? Gotcha. My
1: name's Chris. I am Ray, the bassist.
0: And I'm Bailey, who plays drums. The trio. Yeah. So, I wonder, you guys on the show, you guys are dropping an album soon. You guys just finished up recording, if I'm not mistaken. Pretty
2: soon, we yeah, did, yeah. Uh, we just finished tracking not too long ago, and we're just like waiting on all the final details, um, all the artwork and whatnot. So, yeah.
0: It was. It was a fun
1: time, for sure. <laughs>
0: Was it weird doing this like in COVID? Was it any different? I mean, I guess we're kind of like at the end stages or year into COVID, but was there any difference between like normal track recording and stuff during this process? Um in a
1: way, yes. Um cuz uh Rob our producer, um when he when him and Chris were tracking vocals like Rob or he his wife is like auto I mean or she's like immune immunocompromised, so um mm-hmm. we had masks on while we were in there and then when Chris was gonna do vocals, um the rest of us left. We had just like kinda hung up hung out upstairs, uh just so Rob can like take off take his uh mask off and like breathe for a little bit. Yeah, whenever it was like mm-hmm. each of
2: our turns to like uh go ahead and record track our stuff um like let's say bailey was tracking his stuff everyone else was in a separate room like upstairs when ray was tracking his stuff everyone else was in a a separate room so yeah that was pretty much how it went
0: so a little different That makes a little more um i guess according to the you know the protocols so to speak how did you guys how did you guys do like recording prior to this because i know this is not like your first record like you guys have recorded stuff prior Uh, has the process changed at all aside from like just the making sure you're not in the same room
1: um well from uh from the first single that we released um back in december that was like well before covid and everything um it was um i don't think it was really any different would you say
2: yeah it wasn't all that different um but like because when we were recording that single during those sessions, like, if we wanted to leave the room, we could. Like, we, were, we would do it by choice, not just because we had to. <laughs> right. We were on Fortnite right, right. for about a
3: year before we even released it anyway. So, like you said, it was before COVID. So, we were in the room. We were able to, like, bounce ideas more so. Um, so, this time, it was kind of a little bit harder to, like, hear what's going on and, like, maybe come up with, the, like, new ideas on the fly because every time we've gone, there's been new things that we've added into the songs that we didn't think of prior to walking in. So that might be the only thing, mm. but I feel like we still did a really good job with it where we are kind of like, listen to what's happening through the walls and be like texting them and be like, hey, listen, try this, you know, something like
0: that. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, what about like, uh, what about like practice? I mean, I, over the course of time, was, was this something you guys started at like, at back, you know, last March when all this, you know, COVID shit went down or- is, was it kind of like a couple months in, and then you guys started writing? Like, how did how did the process kind it, of unfold? The
2: writing process actually started well before all of this happened. We did have like a set uh, group of songs that we wanted to do. And then we went in and did forty five, and then next thing you know, a couple months after we finished forty five, um, finished tracking forty five, everything just went downhill. But um, but yeah, we still had the, that set of songs that we wanted to work on. We gave it a couple months um, for for to, like, um, let it
1: grow a little
2: yeah to like we we decided to like continue writing like just separately and seeing like what we could come up with and when it came time yeah exactly like during during lockdown um we, we would we send were each all, other we ideas were all, like
1: writing and like, we all have stuff like at our house so like chris would bounce out an idea um i would track something then bailey would track something we send it back to chris
2: yeah we all had like recording stuff at our home at, our, at each of our homes so mm-hmm. we were able to do that and when it came when it came time to uh comfortably meet up um mm-hmm. like for practice yeah for practices like we were able to like be more hands-on with all that stuff so um
0: yeah yeah that's interesting you know because i i um and i imagine the writing process as a group obviously is much more complicated than trying to do something solo but then like trying to like write Via tracking and then practice and jam together is kind of I don't know it seems a little backwards. Like was that, is that difficult or is that like what you guys normally um, do? It's
1: I I wouldn't say it's difficult. Um, the only thing with it is just like um, like Chris and I like we're we're not like or at least I'm not like a natural drummer where like I'll write I'll demo out a song and I'll send it over to Bailey and he'll be like dude I can't even play this like because I just like, I wouldn't know what to program on it. <laughs> Like,
0: so you just send like the two step yeah, over, like it, it drum actually isn't as like,
3: hard as you would probably think, because when when we would like write all this stuff, because um, normally when we write our music, we like we said, we all have like computers and we all have our own tracking stuff, so we can just do it on the fly. So, like, half the time when I'm, like, writing drums for our new songs, I'll program them before actually playing them to see, like, what will sound right, what will, like, flow with the song, and then properly do them. And Mm. we'll bounce the idea of, hey, I like this drum part just like how we would in person. Hey, do you like this? No? Okay, cool. I'll rewrite it. I'll send it back to you. What do you think? And we'll just bounce the ideas back and forth in real time because we use uh, Google Drive. So we'll just download the files and we'll just, like, work on them together. And we were, like, doing, like, constant, like, group uh, FaceTime calls to, like, work on stuff together. So it was almost as if we were together throughout whole quarantine anyway. So, it felt like, we, we didn't yeah. really miss a beat.
0: That's pretty cool. It's, like, the, uh, the value of the technology kind of, you know, really picked up. It's similar with like, Zoom and everyone's, like, office jobs. You know, it's kind of, like, the same... Same thing, except I mean, obviously more fun, more creative when you're I mean, making music.
1: It's the same thing with you because, like, you're you're still teaching, so you have to be in like Zoom classes, you know, making sure all these kids are learning. I'm sure that's I'm sure that's been hard right. for you.
0: Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, how does that work? Do you get? Do you have to have? Do you guys all have to have the same like software in order for that to work, or is it like, are you all editing like the same wave file? Like, what's what's like the nitty gritty behind that?
2: Like, we don't really necessarily need to have the same software as long as we have like, as long as we have like our set ideas and our like, yeah, like you said, the wave files, all that stuff. As long as we could like bounce those out back and forth, um, yeah, we're able to. We're able. Yeah, yeah, we we can.
1: We can all open them up and like, like Chris uses what Ableton. Chris uses Ableton, I use Logic, and Bailey uses Pro Tools, so, like, as long as we just bounce out, like, the stems of, like, you know, Chris's guitar from when he tracked it at his house, the stems of my bass that I did at my house to the stems and midis that Bailey makes in his house, and then, um, Bailey's got, like, a nice little, like, mixing rig, so, uh, he could actually, like, take some of these demos and, like, kind of give them a little bit more, um, more substance to them, so then when so when Mm -hmm. we take them to the studio like we have a little bit of like a better idea of like how we would like them to sound and then rob will just he'll just kind of think of something and we just kind of add to it while we're there
0: so do you guys practice the songs i I mean i would assume you practice them like live together at some point yeah we um how long does it how long does it take to like to kind of find the flow to like I guess match each other's chemistry.
2: It actually doesn't take all that long. Um, it, it's really just like. You guys have How long you
0: guys have been? Have guys been a band? I mean, you guys have been playing together a while. Like, I feel like that'll sync up pretty well. It is as for the with, most part at least. Long uh, to, like, signature.
2: Yeah. yeah, with us three members, it's been a thing for, uh, I want to say, roughly three years now. Has it been already? Yeah. Oh, not it. Yeah, not as official members. Um, uh, I started uh, painted young like years ago. it was so long ago. but these guys came into the picture just as live members, just as performing members back in 2018, roughly. And um, yeah, we've just been working together ever since and uh, we kind of understood each other's flows uh, like more and more as time went on. And when it came to like writing new stuff, all it really was wo- all, all we really had to do was just like learn whatever parts were written, just like keep going over them and whatnot. And it it almost, like, fit together pretty flawlessly when it came to perform them live. Yeah, it, together. Was,
3: it was really easy with everyone because we all, like, we've all been in bands and have played with other people for years prior right. to this. So we all kind of knew what we wanted and what we were looking for. So it kind of was just like a, hey, like, pretty much no bullshit. Let's, like, get into this and, like, you know, put all, you know, that we can into it. What is our sound? What do we want to do? And we just kind of moved from there. And when it came to the writing, it was just very simple because it would be, it would be a simple of, yes, this sounds good. No, this doesn't sound good. You know, for lack of better words, we wouldn't be like, you know, you know, jerks to each other, but we knew that we wanted, right. you know, to make a, a pretty polished product. So we, we've reworked many songs, you know, over the course of what we've had, you know, until we're really comfortable and, you know, these songs really like show for it.
0: Hello, uh, how many tracks are on the album? There's going to be 6. And is it too soon to ask this? Feel free to shoot me down. What's the name of the uh the record? Oh no. <laughs> uh,
2: let's is, this, is it too soon? It's, I feel like I feel like it might be too soon. Just, Maybe it... just
0: a little too soon.
2: Yeah. Um, for the public at least.
0: Yeah. What's your okay, what's the work in progress? Do you have like a working title? just calling it like the the record
1: we have the title but it's it's too soon for the public's knowledge yeah (laughs) oh i see i see it to tmz and they're gonna break it like months before the album's even out so
0: (laughs) hey man no such thing as uh, bad publicity you know that is fair enough yeah (laughs) um how has live performance been for you guys i mean obviously with covid that's yeah, it's been a whole year where like you can't really do much. Um, and I remember catching you guys right before things kind of shot down. I caught you guys at Bradley Beach of all places on the boardwalk. Yeah, that- but um, you guys had such an energy. I mean, what's it like like going from that to like not playing for a long time?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel
1: so um, empty. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. No, I remember you. You came up. Uh, you came, You like. Didn't you like ride your bike too from from your place?
0: probably yeah because i'm in belmar it's not that far
1: that that was that was a real fun day but as far as like as far as live performance goes like um we've really only done like we were on this one like live stream podcast um like i don't know i think what was that like i think it was december december yeah and that was that was the Mm -hmm. first time that we like played around other people like not in Bailey's basement where we always
2: practice. Yeah. And like that that was yeah, that was back in December. And like back it, I want to say last March or last April we did like our own March. live stream oh, on uh, Facebook.
1: Oh, that was like like the first like like that was like lockdown
2: because Yeah, that was the first time that, w- that was when lockdown was first a thing. Yeah, because
1: one of the last mm. one of the last shows that we played um there was well we did we did a weekend and then All-Star Music, which All-Star was kind of like a...
2: It was basically like, it was a, like a live practice. practice. We were, we were, we, like, during that show, um, it, the it, opener like,
1: was just stoned and, like, took, like, 45 minutes to, pl- to like, set up.
2: <laughs> it was but, fun, though. Yeah. But, yeah, like, that that our set that day was basically just a lot of new songs that we uh, haven't played live before. And we kind of wanted to get, like, a feeler for, like, how people would react them to them. Out.
0: And it's always good. You got to have, well, that's why I ask is because like you guys are writing new songs, right. And you kind of want to get a feel of like how they do with the audience. So it's gotta be tough doing like writing new music, you know, tracking it, mastering it. And then not really even knowing how the, how your fans are going to take it. I mean, not, not that I'm knocking it. Cause 45 was freaking awesome. So I imagine the music's going to be dope, but at the same time, like it's gotta be hard as a creator trying to like gauge that.
1: It's, yeah, it's it's basically like a kind of one of those like like a double-edged sword kind of thing where like obviously like we have we have all this time now to um, just strictly write 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 practice 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 like you know or one of us has said before we practice once a week um, every week um, we're constantly you know just tightening up the new songs that we just finished tracking. Um, just figuring out, like, you know, making even like making the backtracks like before we got on the call with you. Uh, we have all of the sessions from Rob that are like all like the that we're going to use to make like updated backtracks and everything. So when we do eventually play live, whenever the hell that might be, I'll be ready. Um, we'll <laughs> be ready.
0: Hopefully soon. Hope.
1: Oh, we pray to God. It is so it's soon.
0: i don't know man with well with the vaccinations and stuff like i know like schools are talking about by next school year things trying to look something normal over here starting to see um as as it's getting warmer you're starting to see restaurants starting to kind of lax up a little bit not necessarily in a unsafe way but just more of like a all right it's kind of starting Mm -hmm. you know Yeah. yeah exactly we're, you know, so have you guys been um, looking to perform? I mean, I know obviously that's the desire, but I don't know. I don't even know which venues would be offering things like that and which ones wouldn't. I mean, is that something you guys it's on your radar or are you guys entirely focused on like the album right now?
2: At the moment, we've been focused on the album. We've also been like looking at um, options to do live streams and whatnot, just just to like be able to perform. But just to give the people what they want. (laughs) But (laughs) but, yeah, like just to just to have that opportunity to perform. But again, in a safe way. Um, But yeah, like we don't want to dive straight into uh, live performing just yet. Um, Because again, we we still want to be safe about it, but we still want to perform. So we're just figuring out all of our options to do live streams and whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah, because even like like... like what you were right.
1: saying, where, like stuff's like starting to open. Like, you know, Bailey, he's kind of technically almost being like a sound guy right now, but he um he works with a um he works with uh, like bar bands, and you know like uh what places uh, like Beachcomber um what Beachcomber are the, bar, a. bar a like so he's, yeah. he's doing if they're inside he's doing the lights for the band, but um for the um our buddies that are, I think they're playing, what, like, tonight or tomorrow night? They're playing tomorrow night, and he's he's got to do sound for them uh, outside. So it's just, like, you know, at least with, like, with bars, it's different just because, like, it's, like, a restaurant, scene, you know, scenario. People yeah, it's not, it's not necessarily the pop-punk exactly. scenario. Like, we, we don't have anybody, like, you know, <laughs> crowd-killing each other to our cover of Fireflies, but... Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's kind of just taking it day by day and just seeing how, um, you know, like all well, like the regulations and um, and like the vaccination and all that. You know, we've been we've been like staying pretty. Uh, what's well, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh,
0: we've been pretty occupied. Yeah. That's a good word. Good job, Chris.
2: <laughs> Thanks.
0: I know. Um. Word. So how does that. How does, I mean, how do the, all those things, so I guess we'll, let me back up a step. Uh, what's the timeline on this? When are you looking to, to drop it and like start like openly saying like, this is it. This is when it's dropping. Here's where you can buy it. Listen currently,
2: to it. Uh, currently, stuff. we are planning to release a new single as soon as uh, humanly possible. We are working on artwork for it before we um, release it. Um, just as soon as we get the final masses for it and the artwork for it, we're just going to drop it as like the second we get them. So, um, so yeah. A new, quick turn much, uh, Yeah. We're going to have, um, new single coming out and maybe a little bit after, like not, not too long after, uh, the next single comes out. Um, we'll probably be ready to drop the album. And also, uh, ba- Bailey and nice. his, um, sound techie guy, um,
1: things he just set himself up a mic
0: oh you got we're, a third one we're... uh well not yeah that's the thing is like i don't know because it again we're on i don't know if Anch- anchors servers can handle it but who knows i mean they do have that spotify uh, money so yep. <laughs> That's right. That's the attitude. You learn something new every day. That's the whole, the entire that point of this podcast here. Podcast. So, is this is true, and it doesn't have to be you know boring school stuff. It can be music. It can be punk rock. <laughs> what uh, what are you guys doing for like marketing? Do you guys have any marketing plan? Or are you just gonna wing it?
3: Yeah,
2: that's that's <laughs> like
3: the whole plan. Um,
2: <laughs> we we do have a couple. We do have a couple PR uh places that we're looking at. Um, we still have yet to decide, but um we the the fact that we have those options that uh we want to work with and they want to work with us as well um like it's 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 pretty exciting that um people want to work with us so um yeah just to have those options yeah man
0: yeah well we got to get you guys we got to get you know shout out to jersey rock over here and hit up the 95.9 or whatever get you on the local show yeah
1: yeah yeah, we were on um we were on uh, what was it? Was it? We were going we were on, to do a we on Jersey Rock,
2: Yeah, Jersey Rock Radio. At, before the uh, COVID started and then they actually had us on a second time um throughout COVID. Um we were supposed to before the lockdown happened, they were doing the Jersey Rock showcase and we were going to be at to River Rock. Them, um but ended up getting canceled obviously. And then
0: uh Oh, cuz of COVID. It was literally
1: like 2 weeks like right like before, like, right?
2: It's funny because uh, it's, uh, it's yeah. funny because that was a whole concert series, and ours was the last one. We ours got canceled, <laughs> of course yeah,
0: anyway. ours. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> but um, but, yeah, they actually contacted us about doing
3: like a live stream thing, and uh, we weren't able to do it at the time due to just timing issues. So we're gonna try to reach back out to
0: them to do it again. Hopefully, oh, I know they're always they're always like always really supportive of local jersey too so you know especially because you're kind of already have the foot in the door now i again like i have no idea how any of that methods of pr or marketing works like i i'm more centered around like you know writing and books and publishing that's kind of my realm but what are what are the ins and outs there is there anything you guys like because you guys are still young Are, are there things that you guys have like learned along the way and like how to manage that side of it on top of being you know the actual creation side of it there is the that marketing side that everyone always is afraid to kind of tackle but like what have you guys done to kind of like better your chances there
1: um kind of just learning from each other um like bailey and i we we were in bands we were in like different bands together or you know separate from each other chris basically like is everything that painted young has ever been so like and for for him the first for the first time he actually has other like full blown dedicated members that can actually like give more input as far as like writing and then even like to the stuff for marketing too so like you know if Chris has a question about some sort of marketing plan like he'll go to me he'll go to Bailey and we'll give our two cents on it and then you know it, you know we kind of do the same thing we kind of just feed off of each other in that
2: yeah before these guys came into the picture whenever it came to marketing i was always like the only one thinking about it like yeah we had like some like outside opinions helping us out as well but nobody actually within the band but like now that now that bailey and ray are part of this like i could actually come to them and see what they think about certain marketing plans and see if they have anything better to offer
0: so that definitely helps Is Bailey on I I can't hear Bailey. Is he on a mic? Yeah, I I hear you like in the distance. Oh, really? you you were fine before, but your mic like cut out recently. Not sure, but
3: I'll use this one for now. Um. So yeah. So basically, That's <laughs> what ended up happening uh, was like 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 Ray said we were in and out of different projects uh, as we were growing up and it basically allowed us to to learn because we have dealt with or worked with different people that like you know didn't really like do the best for us or whatever and um you know we learned from our mistakes on that and it's like a whole don't make the same mistake twice you know probably one of them at least on my end that i could say is never take the cheap way out um, because nine times out of ten, it's mm-hmm. exactly what it is—the cheap way out—and the product isn't going to be the way that you want it to be. So it's kind of like that. Um, you know, we—I can say that, like, painted young. Since we've been, we this is probably the most that we've all spent money-wise. Yeah, <laughs> this is <the> most <laughs> money that painted young as a band has ever spent. But it's not like it, It's like we're <laughs> wasting it. Like the money is definitely well worth what we're trying to put out and do. Absolutely.
0: Right. Well, that's what I mean. You're way out. Like, it goes well beyond just marketing for for music and bands like that. Like you can Are we back? All right, I think we're back. Yay! Yay. We cut out there. <laughs> Lo-fi. It was that there third mic. They threw it off.
1: <laughs> wow, Bailey.
0: I still can't hear you. Are, I don't. Are you trying to use the third mic? or Are you just kind of like sitting?
2: Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, we'll, whatever's we'll, easier, for we'll, that, we'll you roll can. with the two.
0: Yeah, again, lo fi that's the jam. Hey, <laughs> uh, so I think we were talking about the marketing side of it, how you were talking about like, uh, actually spending money for some promo, not just like trying to look for the cheap way out. What, yeah, think, uh, are there yeah. any, are there I'm any like specific, for. uh, specific like techniques you guys learned, or you kind of just kind of picking and choosing seeing what works and tossing what doesn't
2: yeah just looking at like actual pr companies instead of uh, people that claim that uh <laughs> that like they could help us you know but um yeah like in in like rec- like recently what what i did for the last uh what i did for the last ep like uh, that was the first time i ever worked with a pr company and it worked and it worked pretty well to an extent so um that like when it came to when it comes to like releasing anything i kind of want to like go that route more but i still want to explore like other like options because we have gotten messages from like other pr companies saying that they're interested in us so this time around it's actually going to be harder because now we have to actually choose which one (laughs) um um but yeah like uh, it was very helpful having them like take care of like finding the interviews for us finding the press outlets for us and um i'm sure it's going to be just as easy now um other than that um like small smaller stuff smaller stuff tends to help out um playlisting and whatnot um when we released the music video for 45 after midnight we released that through ghost killer entertainment and that definitely helped us allow Yeah, that was huge for us yeah they helped us like getting like thousands of views on the video thousands of listeners on spotify um all that stuff so it definitely gave us a boost
0: that's again you know you get what you pay for it's someone that executes it right like it's especially if they know what they're doing it's gonna work out again not that like again i don't want to sit here and spout it and make it sound like you know you can't do it yourself like i know there are artists out there that prefer to do it on their own and kind of work their own methods it's just you know it's a different avenue and it's um the results come at different paces depending on what you're going for
2: exactly that
0: um that music video you guys put out too was like like you're saying like it was so well done. I could totally see how it brought more ears to your band. Um it gave you guys like an image almost.
1: Shout out, you know? Kurt Falls. Kurt yeah. uh, the guy the the director of and editor of said
2: music video. Um that serious cinema.
0: Serious cinema baby. Was um, that pre-COVID that you guys made that? That was actually no, that was, that was like, actually during when uh, yeah. things
2: were um things were lightening up a little bit. Uh, things were getting better. Um, like the the upturn of getting better. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so um,
0: it's yeah. like a shift in the creative output almost because you you know you're making the music, but then like there's also the the realm of like making a music video. That's a different creative angle.
2: Yeah, all the visual aspects. Um. I, the thing i love about that it, it definitely gives life to the music um not that not that it's like not not that the music itself isn't exciting but like it adds a new dimension to it the the visual yeah. stuff it gives it a purpose
0: did you guys have uh a say in that like was it how conceptually was it like your guys idea or was it his idea. And you guys kind of worked together. Ours.
2: Like... Yeah the, the idea for the video was basically ours. Um, we did have an original, uh, like, we did have an idea like originally that, but like with with um lockdown and restrictions and regulations, it just wasn't going to be possible. But mm. but um, we were able to make uh, this alternative idea work just as well. Yeah,
3: we just wanted something that would have like not included as many people and uh, something that was very clean that would work for what we needed, still kind of, like, give, like, the song, like, substance and, like, you know, what we want, like, to to showcase the song for most, for lack of better words.
0: Is that the song that you guys were trying to get uh, picked up on the radio? So it actually, were you guys trying to... So
1: it was on the radio, but at, like, 11.30 at night. Yeah. Very, very late. No I think, actually, hour. it was, honestly, I think it was, like, like obviously the song is 45 after midnight, but it did not premiere on the radio until radio until about 21 after midnight. It was, oh, it was, man. it was like Bad. super late. Yeah. But I I will say though, like all the truckers were able to hear it. The tru- yeah. The truckers were listening. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was in, I was in my car with, uh, with my brother and I don't know. just like, I mean, I don't know about these two, but like, I, I kind of got like chills from it. Just like, you know granted it was literally twelve thirty at night like and and our song is just coming up on the radio like obviously you know there's not gonna be hundreds of thousands of people listening to it but like the fact that it's there it was just like
2: yeah
0: damn well weird. it's surreal man because it's that. like yeah it's like we made this and now it's on the radio and other people can hear this exactly like that's I don't know. It's I get the same feeling whenever I write something. I'm like, I put it on the world. I'm like, well, I don't know really who's going to see it, but I know people are going to see it, and that feels kind of cool. It's like, I made this thing. Exactly. And
1: then you feel, so, then you feel the same way when you, uh, when you muff a breakaway on,
0: in like a 9.30 men's game. <laughs> well, especially now that they got cameras in the rink. And you can go and like you know watch the replay. Oh, yeah,
1: no, trust me. We we had a we had a game last night, and I got a I got a nice little clip for you of uh, me going uh, bar down on this uh, goalie. I was skating out. So,
0: is that what you sent in the group chat? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I thought that was Frankie's hat no, no, trick. That, that was a Frankie's no, hat that trick. That
1: was me. That was me. <laughs>
0: that was all me. You scored. So you didn't score a hat trick, though.
1: I had like five points though. I was an assistant. Hey man. Last
0: night. Assists are equally as important. Exactly. Uh So I guess I mean, this would kind of be a weird segue for people that don't know, but I know that your brother's kind of filling in with uh, Frankie F- uh, Forcheck on the hockey team, and you guys have you guys have kind of like played with him, right? Didn't you guys like do some background music for him oh, for one we, of his sets?
1: Oh, with, oh, you're talking about us? Yeah, Um we did. Um, yeah. So I feel like. That was that was one of the last shows like before everything kind of happened. Or no, wait. That
0: was like before COVID, I, before, I feel like.
1: But...
0: Was that at the Pony? That was at the Sun Pony, was... right?
3: Yeah, it was in December. Was, was that... Like right after Christmas.
0: Was that... So did you guys have to kind of like muffle your own band or were you openly like allowed to be like, we're painted young. Like, how did that work? Like,
3: Hey, we're painted young. (laughs) We, we basically were just the backing band for Ian. Um, so like that was actually like a lot of fun. It it definitely put all of us, I mean, Ray's definitely has done this before, but for Chris and I, at least we got out of our comfort zone for that. And it was a lot of fun being able to like, basically make like those songs, um, you know, come to life, uh, Instead of, you know, because normally like when it comes to like hip hop and rap stuff, you know, there's not a lot of like real um, like guitars or drums. It's a lot of like MIDI and program stuff. So like, we were, yeah, pre-written. Yeah, so we were able to like, you know, make our own sounds out of it and just make him sound bigger. And it, it was just such a blast. Like I, I would thoroughly like I would tell you I would do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you guys think it feel like does it feel like it helped you guys come together more as a band like your own group? I find,
2: I find that like when we're put in situations that we're not entirely sure about and like comfortable with, it definitely brings us a little bit closer and tighter. Um, at least like put, like doing things that are outside of our comfort zone as a group definitely like brings us together just because um, it's, it's kind of pushing us to see what we're actually capable of and like once once we're done doing it like we feel more proud of ourselves saying that while well, we were actually able to do it
1: yeah and that i think for us like as like a group of like the three of us like not discrediting ian but like for the three of us that was probably one of the biggest crowds that we had ever played in front of like as a group for sure the only other one the only other the only other one would be drake bell when we played at, um house of independence but yeah, that that pony show i mean obviously for me it's i get the chance to like be on stage with my younger brother and being able to do that as well as being sharing the stage with you know two of my best buddies um and bandmates uh it's it was a pretty special thing for me
0: yeah, yeah i remember seeing pictures of that show it looked so much it fun it was i couldn't get to that one well because your brother keeps promising me tickets and then you know know he always bails you know how he he goes and even like for whoa yeah
1: (laughs) shots fired (laughs) Ian. but even too like
0: shots fired well hey don't worry because painted young you guys are gonna hook you up with tickets don't worry well i'll i will bring the fans to your show ian doesn't want
1: at least like you also like you actually came to see us we're like I would have to like beg Ian, like, "Hey, we're playing at Brighton Bar at like nine forty-five at night. Like, do you want to come?" <laughs> but, but even like that show, like, I had I had played the previous two shows with him, and he'd had a different drummer for each show, but he never had a guitarist mm. and someone to actually also to sing the the choruses. Um, and like, at least I I felt I felt awesome for Chris. Like, yeah. I was just like, "You do you, boo!" Like do your thing yeah the the yeah. fact that
2: i was able to give a little bit more life to the songs uh doing my thing was actually like really fun yeah it was, it was
0: really fun. what's that like is it because that's it's got to be weird like performing music that you didn't write but giving it your own flavor is it do you think that helps you as an artist or is it just kind of fun
1: that is the story of painted young that's Chris pre- writes everything and we
0: both learn it <laughs> Tell me the story of Pain um, and Young. Go. Yeah, pre- oh, no. That's
2: pretty much how, that's pretty much how like writing the original started. Like I was the sole songwriter. Like even before these guys were like in the band, like way back when I was, I was um, the sole songwriter and I would just like show everybody like, Hey, learn this, learn this, learn this. And they're just like, okay, cool. I like it. I'm just like, are you sure you can change it up? Like do your thing. And they're like, nah. So yeah, then that
1: kind of segues into, um, kind of how the three of us um, got together. So um, we had a buddy of ours that was running um, a cover show up at um, at the Crossroads in Garwood, and Bailey and I mm. were in a band. We were doing a yellow card set, and it, the show was at – it was a 21 and over show, and one of the bands that was performing failed to mention that they were all, like, Teens. 17 and 18. So they couldn't even get into the show, and they were supposed to be playing.
0: That's, that's so, awkward. <laughs>
1: so Kevin was like freaking out. And this is the day before the show. And Bailey is in our group chat. And he's just like, hey, um, I think I have a friend that could like possibly play a Green Day cover set. So like um, he Bailey messaged Chris. Chris was like, yeah, I'm, I'm free. I could do it. So then because um, Bailey and Chris had played together previously, I had never met Chris until the day oh, of the until show that day. and i i learned oh, the green wow. day set literally the day before the show for like four or five hours just replaying all these songs and i got to the venue a little early just because i think my my bass rig was getting backlined and i see this car pull in with uh, like a little ruckers magnet on the back and
2: which um, has fallen off since i don't oh, know where it no. is
1: oh no it's it's gone
2: yeah, it's gone. No. You never noticed that? No. It's been gone.
1: Oh, no. And then the, <laughs> Chris walks out of his car, and uh, I walk up to him like, Hey, are um, are you Chris? Like, painted young, Chris? And he was like, uh, yeah, hi. Uh, nice to meet you. I guess you, th- you just thought I was, like, a fan or something. But then I was just like...
2: No, I figured, oh, I figured I was like, like, you're part of the show.
1: I was like, oh, yeah, uh, I'm your bassist today. What's up?
2: <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah, that was... And then... <laughs>
1: And then it's been s- smooth sailing ever since.
0: As a musician, who gets tossed around the most—the drummer, the bassist, or the what guitarist? Do you mean? Well, by what
2: tossed around? Cause, cause actually...
0: <laughs> like, who's the one who who's the one that like jumps jumps ship to go fill in for another band because like they need help, actually, like, or vice versa? We're like, like pretty... if if one of you guys available aren't available,
1: us? like, because we all like, I don't want to say we're musicians for hire, but like. If I had a buddy that was like, hey, I need a bassist in
2: like 20 minutes, uh, I'll go. Yeah, we, we're all, we've all done it. Like, not a, like, yeah, we got our own thing going on, but we're all kind of hired guns. <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what, kind of what I figured. I, you know, it's a, I take, I take the analogy of like the hockey team, like with the beer league teams, because it's always like, you know, sh- while well, we're shorthanded, I know a guy, you know, I'll yeah. let me text him kind of thing. So I imagine the same thing happens with um, agree, musicians. Yeah uh do you guys play other instruments aside from the one you're quote-unquote like assigned you guys try to dabble outside uh, i just
3: smack things that's the only thing i'm good at (laughs) (laughs) the
2: the thing is i wish i was more (laughs) like i i can play keys and piano but i just wish i was better at it i'm still practicing that stuff um yeah yeah. chris chris and i we kind of do a little bit of
1: everything um he's probably a little bit of a better drummer than i am because he was in uh he was in marching
2: band I I did play drums in a couple bands as well, um, that lasted only one show. And like there there was one show that I never wanted to play drums <laughs> again. But I was just like, I'm kidding. Who am I, I kidding? I, I played drums for one show once, but it was a lot <laughs> harder stuff. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but it was yeah, nerve wracking. Like, I really wish, like I know it's like a completely random thing, but back in elementary school, I learned how to play clarinet. And I kinda wish I stuck with it because that would have meant I would have been able to um, transfer over to another Reeds wins instrument, uh, probably saxophone. Like yeah, yeah. be a scabin. Um, I, wish, not, I, I, I will, wish I stuck with it. Give him the idea. I wish I stuck
1: with it. He's gonna go home after <laughs> this. <that. laughs>
2: Peyton
0: Young becomes and a Scabin.
1: All- he's gonna write a whole ska album in like three hours. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, if any two genres cross over better, it's pop punk and sky. You know that. <laughs> I
2: think,
1: I think Chris like said he knows someone who like plays out of the sax or uh, or or like uh... I know
2: a couple people.
1: Oh, so you see, it's like it's like the beer league team. Like, I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy.
0: You know a guy. <laughs> Uh, so what do you guys? I know you guys, and for listeners, if you don't know, they uh, Painted Young does a really awesome cover of Fireflies. Do you guys have other covers that you like love playing live? Like, are the other ones that you guys like wish you were known for aside from Fireflies? (laughs) We
1: did a lot of cover sets like in the early I wouldn't say the early Painted Young days, but like the early days of like Bailey and I in Painted Young. So we did a lot of like All Time Low, we did some Fallout Boy. Um, but there. actually, during the um, mm. during the like initial quarantine, for some uh, content for our listeners, um, we put up a couple of covers uh, on YouTube. So we
2: did uh, "Burning Up" by the Jonas Brothers, uh, "The Wounded World" by As It Is, um, Bloody, Valentine "Bloody Valentine" by Adventure. MGK. Yeah, so we ha-
1: we have a couple of those. Like those, I guess, would be like in the bank for whenever shows do end up happening again. But like. Like, you know, we basically came together as a cover band, so we can literally just like, well, no, we did the thing at Rutgers with you.
2: Yeah, yeah, there was an acoustic show. Um, there was like an outdoor, like full band acoustic show. Uh, we were invited to play at Rutgers. Um, it was like pretty early in the day, too, was which is which is kind of annoying, hell. but it was still fun. Uh, we just did a bunch of like acoustic um covers of like a lot of pop punk emo classics. Um, mixed in, yeah, mixed in with a couple That's of awesome. our, uh, uh, originals, but a lot of people responded to the covers, which is yeah, funny. We
1: actually had one person scream out um, 1985 by Bowling for Soup, and we just did and it, we just did it. And then, like, like, you know, like the part where it's like, <laughs> Please make this stop, stop, stop. We just had a full blown conversation like halfway through the song. And then um, and then literally like two minutes later, it's just like, well, bring two, back three, and bring back. It was that was that was funny.
0: Well, it's like, I, you know, I always think of uh newfound Glory and like, you know, it's, think what you want about them. I know everyone; they're kind of, you know, some people love them, some people hate them kind of thing. Personally, I do like them. But, you know, they put out every once in a while, they'll do the yeah. from from the screen to your stereo. One of those records where they just like record, you know, movie songs. I think that's something because you guys are so talented and you have like the background there, not that you want to do like movie covers, but like cover records almost would be something that would fit right up your alley. Not that I'm trying to tell you how to run your band, but like, I feel like you, because you guys are so talented and you have like such a unique flavor to your music. Like I know, like when you guys are covering Fireflies, like I know it's Fireflies. But at the same time, I'm like, but this is painted young right. playing fireflies. I mean, you know exactly what I'm saying? It's
3: Funny that you say that because literally today we were coming up with different ideas in regards to that. Not saying too much to spoil it, but uh, we're we're brainstorming for content sure. uh, to put out uh, since obviously we can't play shows. And aside from us working on the record, um, we're going to be putting out something along the lines of that. Uh, you know, within the I think within the next few months or so.
2: Yeah, if not, if, if not, it's definitely.
0: Ooh, a little yeah. probably, flavor it'll be of the future by
3: the end of the year, because it has to be. It's a de- there's a deadline. It has to be this year. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs>
0: Hopefully. Hopefully, that one's a hard deadline. <laughs> oh, I hope so, man. You guys are like hey, buttering quick, me up quit here.
1: Pumping our tires here, man. Uh, quit pumping our tires, binger. <laughs> like we
0: get it. <laughs> so you can't give me any. You can't give me any like betterism exclusive here. You can't give me like any hints. Any name drop? What about another like single on the record? Do you have, do you have any title tracks you can so drop here? I will
2: say I'm not gonna go ahead and give away the title, but I will say that this next single that we're gonna be putting out is. Um, you
1: know to want your dance shoes for this yeah, one. Yeah, you're
2: definitely gonna need dancing shoes for this one. So. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's very. Um, you know, with 45 being kind of like a.
2: It's kind I, of it's I'd kind of a good. I
1: call it a pop punk anthem. Yeah. it's kind
2: of a good uh, 45 was like that good mix between like pop punk pop rock and whatnot this one i will It's a pop hit. i will gladly say that this next one's just gonna be a pop song <laughs> like like but it's but it's fun though it's so much <laughs> fun um i really cannot wait for people to hear it and react to it so
1: yeah chris has wanted to be in either in sync or the backstreet
2: boys for so long so
1: basically this song is going to be
2: J- jt still has <laughs> yet to hit me up
1: yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get there.
2: Yeah, like he hasn't answered any of <laughs> my emails. We'll be his backing band soon.
0: Yeah, or, he'll,
1: or he's going to be our backing band.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> he'll be the back. He'll be the uh, the hype man <laughs> in the back. Can you imagine oh, yeah. if like? Can you imagine if we somehow got JT to produce a record for us? Like that'd be weird. I would...
0: You at uh, You go from Ian. To Drake Bell, to JT.
1: Be, that would be the come up story of all come up stories. <laughs> That'd be
0: weird, but That'd it'd be, be weird, cool. Kind of cool. What was it like sharing a stage okay. with Drake like, Bell? That's that, that like show was pretty exciting. That's gotta be uh, strange. Ha-
2: that having been the like biggest show I've personally ever played um, up until that point. Um, but yeah, I was just like super hyped uh, to play a venue that I love so much.
1: Yeah, I've, and oddly enough. So- Oh, it, oh, I do love that it, venue. It, it's it's basically like the new uh, I wouldn't call it the new Starland, but it's basically like every big, um, big touring lineup comes through there. And it's like if you don't play if they don't play Starland, then they're playing House yeah. of Independence. Yeah.
2: Big, big love for yeah. House. But yeah, the
1: funny thing is, though, so yeah. there was there was us and then another band that was opening for Drake Bell um we got there like decently early for like sound check and then the uh Candace Lee her her and her band they sound checked like kind of right before doors opened and after we played or actually while we were playing the security guards were actually kind of like lining up people like along the front of the um in the front of the stage and like kind of going backstage yeah like off to the side off to the side and we found out later on that Drake Bell had just gotten there with like maybe 10 minutes left in our set. Yep. And was starting his meet and greet during our set. Yep. Like. It that is one- weird. And also That's too, weird. like the <laughs> dynamic too. like, you know, like when we played, you know, like if we play like a place like the saint or the pony, it's like, you know, 21 to, you know, 28 year old people and then parents friends and people yeah this audience was with this show it was like i looked i looked straight down and there was like a legit 11 year old girl with her mom like they were just going ham
3: like
0: yeah (laughs) rocking out the painted young that was that was a big well you that's how you get the that's how you get the long-term fans that's cool
1: actually yeah that was uh, that that i will say that was that that was like a surreal show too.
2: Like it was it was awesome just because like yeah like I've played shows before and I've gained fans through those shows, but like to see to see it at that level was really was really like surreal for me.
3: My view was fantastic. I got to see <laughs> all of your beautiful backs
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> behind the drum kit. <laughs> I think that. The drummers are always the most underrated oh, and underappreciated. It's the I don't know, it's between you and the bassist, but the at place. least the bassist can like uh, Ray, dance around. Front and center, huh? I don't I'm know, just... man. Ray has that purple what bass. I don't know. I the purple bass.
3: Drums.
0: What the hell? That's what I'm saying. It's like I appreciate the purple drums, but like people can't purple... see it because you can't jump around with the drums, you know? Being, like it's in the back. would normally do. <laughs> <laughs> like your one foot is the symbol and the other foot's the kick <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great. Uh, that's great. <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get one of those like kits that like travis barker always had where it was like he had like the six foot table so like even though he's the oh, drummer the horizon, he's still like yes. above yeah, travis the ones and that Mark. Like, yeah, up upside Actually, down and rotate
2: well they did have a rise <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> yeah drum upside well, was, down there was
2: one tour where like travis was like, <laughs> like like his jump set was like set up at the end of a huge firearm which was like which like it was like oh it was like huge. that's awesome and, like, scary because like, <laughs>
3: so, like see guys i get a firearm what do you guys it was get? like lift
2: literally lifted over the audience and i'm just like oh please don't collapse please don't fall on top of people i was like i was so scared <laughs> i wasn't travis i wasn't Barker. even excited i was I just scared
0: That's, like, the kind of, like, PR we were talking about where, like, they have access. I, obviously, it's Blink-182, so they have the kind of money that, like, you and I can't fathom. But, like, that gives you so much more money yeah. to kind of, like, <laughs> play around yeah. with stupid things like that. And I feel I feel like you guys, not that you guys would pull, like, the, you know, the Mark, Tom, and Travis show knockoff, but, like, I feel like you guys are creative where you would have things the like ball that ball and, would and you would try and experiment in certain Brown. ways. Those Billy are
2: <laughs>
0: oh
1: thank you oh, man, trademark that's awesome <laughs> trademark. Copyright.
0: Trademark. Trademark. copyright you heard it here first folks <laughs> all right guys um i think this is a good time to transition over you want to do the uh the rapid the fire questions up. so again listeners you guys know if you've tuned in before we do like the three questions for all the all the guests um I don't know how you guys are going to tackle this. This is the first time I've had like more than two people on the show. So say, feel free to attack to like, these however you want. One question
1: per person or three questions per person. Like how do? what do you want
0: to do? I was going to ask, uh, that's up to you guys. Cause it, it, you guys are the band and you know, it's your brand. I don't want to, we'll <laughs> I don't want to step on yeah, your toes, yeah. but like, unless you guys we'll all like look at each other and you're like, yeah.
1: All right, so hit us, hit us with a bing.
0: Okay, all right. I feel like we're talking these (laughs) up, and these questions are going to let you down. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) All right, so uh, first question, and I'm I'm going to use the word reading, but you can take that lightly. I've had people answer with like documentaries and, you know, uh, podcasts or whatever. What What are you guys currently reading at the moment? What are you guys consuming? And would you recommend it?
1: That first, Um, as you know, I'm a the hockey guy of the podcast um i so like i mean I've been this going is how we from know each other to a newer one missing curfew which is kind of a little raunchier story wise but they still get some pretty cool guests the other one that i've been doing up is uh 31 thoughts it's uh elliot friedman and jeff Merrick. uh it's another hockey podcast but they're like way more informative <laughs> like where like the other two are just kind of like drinking and party stories and uh more way more goofy
0: yeah more goofy so they Um, more like stats oriented literally
1: literally way more informative like yeah oh no i mean i'm not mad
0: at that i just you know i I love the um, spit and chiclets that's that's my usually my go-to like
1: they have a thought on each team and kind of the pulse of what's going on in the league but that's what i've been listening to
0: uh cool not yet. are they talking about how terrible the devils but are right now
1: that that's
2: a given though like come on
0: <laughs> as for yeah. me
2: um yeah not really not really many podcasts um i've just been um i've just been uh watching a bunch of like unsolved mysteries um like just true crime stuff all that stuff uh it's it, it kind of gets to you after a while cuz like you start fearing the world after you've watched enough of them but at the same time it's just like <laughs> yeah like the stories themselves yeah. are like rather like extraordinary and it's and it's strange and and it's funny how like some of these cases have already been solved yet the general public will still see them as unsolved but like yeah it's it's just strange to think about
0: right That's been on our radar, too. My wife and I, you know, we're both teachers, so, like, life has been kind of, like, work all day and then just, yeah. like, binge-watch stuff on the weekend. And, like, the true crime stuff always gets you because it's, like, it. like, you can't just watch one of them. Yeah, you start one, and then you just fall down that rabbit hole. <laughs>
3: I just done watching that uh, Don't Fuck With Cats
0: cool. uh,
2: documentary.
3: Mm, mm. Uh, it was fantastic.
0: Is that any good? it
2: has been on my radar. I will second that. It was amazing. they an
3: hour each, and... I didn't want to stop because I started watching the um, the Cecil Hotel one. Yeah, I just watched that that. one. I I didn't. It didn't capture me because they kept repeating themselves for like the first twenty minutes. I will, and then I got over it. I'm like, whatever. I will say, like, it it
2: should have just been a single documentary. Yeah, I
3: totally agree. But but they do
2: cover some great points. Yeah. That was a really good
3: one. The the, uh, Cecil Hotel one. Yeah. The don't the don't fuck with cats one. I watched. I binge watched it with my girlfriend, and we both thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I don't really watch like a lot of stuff because I'm a gamer, so I just get so absorbed in that. Um, he's, so, he's
1: stuck, he, he's stuck in the Marvel <laughs> universe. All
3: I'm right. Well what, game, universe. well, what yeah, game, what game are you I playing mean, right now? I watched WandaVision. I mean, obviously I watched every week, but still, um, I'm a big Marvel buff, but video games, like I, I play like a lot of Apex Legends with yeah. my friends, but I just jump around and play a lot of single player games and stuff like that. I'm on PS5, so.
0: Nice.
3: I just got it.
0: We got it, the upgrade. For how I'm still on that wait list. <laughs> well, it's all right though. You yeah, got like most of the bugs. I, mean, I feel like I, already I'm, worked out. So I looked
3: at what everyone was saying. Like I'm not leaving my console in rest mode while a game is still open. Like all the stuff that people were doing, I'm not doing. You know, keeping it in a in a open ventilated area because right. I know people were putting them in like confined areas and they were overheating. You know,
0: <laughs> yeah. nerd. Sorry. typical sony <laughs> hey, what is uh so i am not a marvel buff but i have watched wandavision what as um, a marvel buff what are you your uh, thoughts so on wandavision i don't, like, say too much you know? i
2: loved it um
3: chris watched it too him and i watched a couple episodes the day that they came out um i thoroughly enjoyed it i liked a lot of the callbacks that they had i liked how they tied in a lot of the different um pieces mm. for lack of better words um, and I'm excited for what they're going to add in next. Um, mm. And I'm, I'm excited for like uh, Falcon Winter Soldier next week, yeah, and so on and so forth. But this is definitely like w- Wanda is the shit. I'm gonna leave it at that. Wanda is the <laughs> shit. She's strong as hell.
0: <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, it was,
3: it, that was sick.
0: Yeah, the ending got me. It was a. Uh, oh boy. It was it was pretty good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no spoilers. All right. Uh, second question. Um, what is your guys' favorite meals to prepare and cook? It could be for yourself, could be for friends and family. Um, don't feel any pressure here either. I've had people on the show who are like pastry chefs and they, you know, talked about this like crazy souffle thing. And yeah, then I've also had people who are like, had, Man, and... I make some really good chicken okay. nuggets." So did
1: have <laughs>
0: me on the and spectrum is up to Ray you.
1: Ray <laughs> lemonade. Uh I haven't made. Are you still
0: making the, the Ray Ray lemonade? Oh, it is. It oh, is getting time. warm out. Yes, it's getting uh, time.
1: Ooh, but uh, to, food to make? Ooh. Mine's
3: easy.
1: I'm, I'm a homemade pizza guy, honestly.
0: Like, Dude, I've been on that to too. And everything I, I and love like, making pizza at home.
1: You know, we got the pizza oven yeah. in the in the, in the uh, oven and the or the pizza stone in the oven. We got a little outside one. I got the pizza
3: oven in the fridge.
2: <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> yeah, you can't yes, mess with not, the McGur The McGur kitchen with. is sacred. Don't get
1: anywhere near in d- the pizza oven. They, 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 the two of them came over for, the for pizza today. <laughs> Hey, these two came over for a pizza day at the McGur house. We and... did, and
3: it was very good. <laughs> yeah, and they even made my girlfriend a gluten free pizza. That was awesome. That was true.
2: Uh, what kind of pizzas did you guys have?
1: Uh, uh sausage, pepperoni. like what were the yeah, that was awesome. What was it build your own? And um, I think we did a stuffed crust too. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And a deep dish and a deep dish pizza. The deep dish was unbelievable.
0: I'm no I'm good not, at deep dish. Is. Are you good at, Ray, are you good at deep dish? Well, I wouldn't no, have he, taken him well, for he's, that. He's just a I would have taken him for a thin crust guy.
1: Like I don't know. It's just, you have to get him on and talk to him about
0: his pizza. I'm not a big pizza guy, believe it or not. Yeah, if he ever responds to me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Chris, all right. Yeah, Chris, uh, is I, that Does that cover I, all you steaks. guys? Pizza?
3: I'm a big steak guy. I'm, I, I love cooking that. Um, so I am a big New York strip guy. What kind? Um, so, but I, that with the whole caramelized onions, man, man. just, uh, it's so it's fantastic. I cook them for my family and ah, my girlfriend. So a good. Um, and just, it never gets old. I don't care. I'll just get my steak and my potatoes and call it a night.
2: As for, as for myself, <laughs> like Can't go anybody wrong. that, anybody that knows me would probably assume I would say Wings. And they're like, correct a good 75% of the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the, um, there's this one <laughs> like stew, soup type of thing that I've been making and I am absolutely in love with it. There's like shrimp, uh, Italian sausage. And just for, just for kick, I add habaneros to it. <laughs> Great. Ooh, hey, it's that's amazing. gotta be a flavor mashup with the shrimp. It's, it's, it's so
1: good, the best shout up!
0: yeah that sounds really good how do you do do you do that uh, just, just a regular pot? I mean, you, i've never tried it that?
2: just like slow cooking it but i'm, Maybe I'm should i'm about to <laughs> you, you've you've
0: inspired, him. You've inspired him. <laughs> i was gonna say because there's like probably different routes yeah <laughs> excellent that's Someone the enti- yes this is a successful episode yes. then that's a good thing <laughs> All right, last question. I feel like this okay. one you guys can probably answer together, but don't feel like you have to. Uh, and for young aspiring musicians out there looking to, I guess, launch, start, build their careers, don't try. We you got were any here life first. lessons you can pass on? <laughs> some kidding. advice?
1: I'm kidding. Um, <laughs>
0: my my, <laughs> that's so punk rock. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> um, this. <laughs> everything is expensive just fair warning it's expensive but um in all honesty though i would say for young inspire or to inspire young musicians um keep up with your craft as my friend keith would say practice to a metronome because if you don't then you'll never get anywhere um just have fun with it and uh, don't create anything that people tell you to create what you want to create. I was
3: going to actually say exactly that as well. No, you which weren't. It, uh, no, not the last part. Word,
1: not word for the word. The last
3: part. Don't put out something that you think other people want to hear. Make what you want. You know, love what you're doing. That, that's basically what music is about is just creating something from the heart and just don't let anyone tell you otherwise.
2: And just to uh piggyback off of that, don't get yeah. don't get discouraged by other people's opinions. Um it's solely it's solely about um your own your own interests, what you're into. If you like if you like what you make, that's all that matters. Just like your food.
0: <laughs> Pretty much.
1: Oh, thanks. Whoa, um, good- that's a good sometimes. full
0: circle there, Ray. <laughs>
1: Dude, I haven't played goal in like two that months. And saving so the puck every once Jack- in a while.
0: I keep uh, seeing had, that.
1: I'm like, Church, how is he skating Church, out? Church, what is Tershin um, at? And then the, a slew of goalies. Like, think of like Vegas, their first year when they had like five goalies. Yeah, we, we even we even had Tony, <laughs> like Tony, just rotate play with us, and he. Uh, Tony's the best. Shout out, Tony. Tony, oh man tony Seeker, my boy
0: yeah shout out to tony all right guys uh thanks for coming on the show i appreciate you guys sharing some of your time where can um where can listeners reach out find uh, you guys keep www. an eye on your stuff wait for myspace. that record <laughs> to drop you <laughs> still use Mindspace? no no <laughs> do you guys really still have a myspace
2: if, if i if i did set up set oh me, man that would have been so cool if you did i set it up <laughs> oh so, my God. um but yeah you can find us all over uh facebook twitter <laughs> instagram we have our youtube channel um find our music on spotify listen to 45 after midnight yeah um, please while you're waiting for the new record uh, we're also on uh apple music uh, if you still use itunes sure you could use itunes <laughs> um yeah, yeah, we're lo- we're looking for the uh,
1: the betterism bump on uh, on forty five after midnight. Give us a good bump and some streams.
0: <laughs> I'm hoping, hoping, uh, hoping we get some forty five after midnight there. I do, listeners. I do recommend that's such a good jam. And if if their follow up pop hit is going to okay, be anything like that, reason, I'm pretty stoked. I will. I'll give got you got my one dancing thing. shoes ready.
1: We are. We, we will have some merch for forty five after midnight as well. It might possibly be hockey themed. So um, I will save you a. Uh, what, what size? Yeah, you're extra small, right?
0: Save me one. <laughs> uh, I would say either small or medium. All righty. We'll, we'll get you for one. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yes, definitely. And again, thanks, thanks for coming me. on the show, guys. I, I appreciate the time. Thank you, man. It's cool talking to you guys. We'll have to do it again. You too. You too. Yeah, man. All right, guys. Be well. Well, that's it, friends. Thanks for tuning in. I hope to swing through again. If you'd like to reach out, uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us online at medium.com slash betterism. Be better at whatever it is you're building. And remember, friends, stay learning.